Welcome back to another episode of the Tan and J-Man Show live on the ISC Sports Network. This episode is brought to you by the Damn Landing. Whether you want an epic burger, hand-tossed pizza, hand-bread, tenderloin, seafood, craft beer, or a hand-crafted cocktail, the Damn Landing is the place to be. Damn Landing is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Manitow, focused on freshness and quality. You can wash down their delicious food with one of their 16 beers on tap, including a constant rotation of today's best microbrews and domestic flavors, or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients, taking the fantastic views of Lake Manta in their beer garden or outdoor bar area. Whether we boat or wheels, the Dam Landing is a place to be located 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester. Before we get going any farther, got to give uh, my ultimate winner from the weekend, my co-host, Tanner Lee, gets engaged to mm-hmm. his now fiance Stephanie, on Saturday. Doesn't have to watch Purdue lose. And then he gets to watch the Broncos win. That was like the greatest weekend ever. So congrats uh, to Tanner and uh, Steph on their engagement. Well, thank you, J-Man. What an intro. Uh, That's going to be tough to top (laughs) next week. But uh, you're right. It was a good weekend. And, uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you to everybody that helped make the engagement happen. Uh, Had a lot of of help, and we were able to celebrate with family afterwards with a nice dinner. So, uh, it was good. It was good. And uh, like you said, yeah, I didn't have to watch Purdue win or lose. There's no stress there. And then I uh, was surprised with the Bronco win in, in London yesterday in morning because I thought they were going to lose. And the way they came out the gates, uh, they were trying to. But yeah. uh, they turned it around, and now they have a bye, and we'll see. Maybe they get can get on a run. I don't know. I don't know. Trade deadline's coming up tomorrow. I still think they'll – try to get rid of Bradley Chubb, but we will see. But thank you. Thank you for that kind of introduction. And it's how, how long did it take you or how much time did it take you to get used to calling Megan your fiance as opposed to girlfriend? I still find myself calling her girlfriend. <laughs> um, so it, it'll be, it, it'll be what you, you guys dated for all, almost the same amount of time. Megan and I did. We, we were a little longer. Um, so a year and some change, but, uh, it, uh, enjoy being engaged. Cause I think once you kind of start <laughs> wedding planning is when the stress kind of, kind of comes, but we, we could have, uh, three, uh, Tan and J man show weddings next year. Mine, yours, and, um, Tan and J man show contributor, Evan Webb as well. That's a good point. It's going to be a busy 2023. That's for yeah, sure. It's going to be a so. fun and inexpensive one. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> Well, uh, let's kick the show off with some birdie or bogey, shall we? Beautiful. It's a pretty big one this week, J-Man. It's either mm-hmm. you take a um, two-stroke lead or we get, or we tie. Yeah, you are uh, you are on the comeback trail. So Alvin Kamara mm-hmm. of the New Orleans Saints, he had his 10th career game yesterday with uh, both a rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown. Since the 1970 merger, only two other players – have had more such games. Two players. Who are they? A receiving touchdown and a rushing touchdown. In the same game. He did it for the 10th time. Two guys have done it uh, more times than that. I have two guesses right off the top of my head that are probably not right at all, but uh, you'll hear those at the end of the show. Yeah, the good good, good thing is you get the whole hour to think about it. So, or 56 right. minutes, I guess, so. Birdie Bogey brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC for fresh, locally grown, nutrient-dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Mintone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, and check out their website, noblenomellc.com. Get your veggies! Yes, get your veggies indeed. And happy mm-hmm. Halloween to everybody watching live, <laughs> by the way. Uh, I was ready to ready to rock with that early, and then Josh caught me by surprise with the intro. So, uh, happy Halloween. At my future mother-in-law's house, as they're uh, handing out candy, and I've... Uh, Found myself eating a bunch of Skittles as I waited. Uh, I had a ring pop on my finger at one Ooh. time. Uh, had had some fun dip. Uh, oh man, that takes took me back. back to my childhood. She has a good selection. Here, I was gonna so. she she's got a good stash. I want to uh, hit up Starburst. her house. I love Starburst. Uh, did, did you trick or treat a lot as a kid? I never trick or treat treated once. Not All right, well, that, that, there there goes my uh, my question was going to be your favorite trick or treating costume. So um, we always did something at our church when I was a kid. And there was one time I literally, my mom had me dress up as, I believe, a street. And, like, they sewed matchbox cars, Hot Wheel cars, onto my um, clothes when I was a kid. That's one that kind of stands out the most. I, I, I usually wore, like, an NFL jersey or something. That's, that's pretty creative, though. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. I, I remember, I mean, 
being real young, I went as Thomas the Train. I went as Power Ranger, Superman. Uh, I remember one of my favorites, those. You remember John Randall played for the Vikings oh, yeah. and the Seahawks? Oh, yeah. uh, I don't even remember the video game cover he was on. It was something in the 90s. And I liked that video game so much, I went as John Randall. <laughs> Wasn't he in those um, Super Bowl commercials where they're in the office and he comes sprinting and just takes the takes the businessman out? Was that John Randall? Yes, I believe it was. Hope you can still hear me. My camera just yes, went out. I I can hear All you. Right. But, uh, All right. no but yeah, that was one of my favorite ones. There we go. We're back. And uh, we asked Purdue Pete one year, too, I remember. Mm. So That might be the scariest costume. Yeah, Purdue yeah. Pete. And it was with my face, so even scarier than a normal Purdue Pete. So. Yeah, we've uh, we've always said you had a, a perfect face for radio, but here you find yourself on TV. So uh, happy happy Halloween, everyone! Sorry to everybody watching live on ISC Sports Network. So. All right, but what, what do you want to start with tonight? Uh, you want to go uh, hit on some baseball real quick? We are uh, can't say I've watched much of the World Series, but go for it. I can't say I've watched that much of the World Series either. Uh, we're two games in, tied at one to one. They don't know. Um, actually the, it, the prognosis for the weather tonight does not look good. So they might have to play games three, four and five starting uh, tomorrow, Wednesday and Thursday. Um, it's a one, one, um, series right now. The Phillies came back from five runs down against Justin Verlander in game one and came back and won that game. And then the uh, Astros took care of business on Saturday. Um, it's been, it's, it's been a fairly interesting series uh kyle tucker's had a fantastic series for the uh, houston astros um but uh yeah i haven't watched a whole lot zach wheeler got hit around pretty good for the phillies on saturday verlander got hit around pretty good um and aaron nola did as well um on uh i think the series started friday but uh yeah one one and actually my uh, word association is baseball related so i was going to do this to knock that out first but who do you think ultimately wins uh the world series Astros and six. That's a, I don't know if I predicted that. Did we did we say that last week? I don't remember. I don't remember. If not, I said that somewhere else. So I said that somebody last week. Astros and six. So this will actually be the J Man's book it prediction of the week. Um, I think the Astros win. In I'll I'll give them six as well. I think I said five or less, but uh, now that it's tied at one, I think the Phillies can get one more, and it's probably going to be at home. But I just think the Astros are. Quite a bit better, but again, Phillies kind of seem like a team of destiny. So, um, well, something's got to give tonight. In. The Phillies are undefeated in the postseason at home, and the uh, and the Astros are undefeated on the road. So, yeah, if if they play tonight, I, again, yeah, I, yeah, I don't right. know if they'll right. play tonight, but uh, yeah, some yeah, something's got to give tonight. So or tomorrow. Uh, but J Man's Book of Predictions Week brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering for Life. Home, auto, business, renters, workers' comp, and farm insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watchering at infb.com. Book it! Um, and as I said, my uh, word association is uh, baseball-related. These are the um, World Series winning managers over the past Ooh, however many years. That's a good uh, one. So I think you should know about every single one of these guys. Um, I kind of made it so you would. Well, I appreciate um, but, uh, that because I could look pretty <laughs> stupid. So yeah, um, I don't think I can name all thirty MLB managers right now. So well, I, I hate on to that thought after we get done with association because I got a little impromptu quiz for you, but it's not yeah. it's not MLB related. It's a different sport. I I uh, like uh, is it NBA head coaches? It is. is that, yeah, I <laughs> might get six. Oh, I was <laughs> awful when I was doing it. Um, starting with Brian Snicker. Uh, started off hot because I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> Atlanta Braves. I figure. I mean, I I figure that because they were. But yeah, I could not tell you their coach's name. Yeah, so, um, you know, I am blanking so bad right now. I can't name you Braves coaches besides Bobby Cox off the top of my head. But uh, that's about Brian, all I had for years. So Brian Snicker. Um, You'd, you'd probably recognize him if you saw him, but he, he was the one guy on this list, and I don't know if Tanner will know that one. I don't, there's, but... There's two uh, more on here you might not. You know, know, I think of his name, and I'm, I'm hungry for cookies, and it just reminds me of Snickerdoodles. Love so. Snickerdoodles. There we go. <laughs> Dave Roberts. I remember him playing, of course. Mm. So, uh, finally got it done, even though it was a sham of a season 2020. Um, 
probably saved his job for a little longer yeah. just by winning one because he can get there. And, you know, he got almost the highest payroll in baseball and huge market, but couldn't get over the hump and finally did it. And he had maybe the most famous stolen base in baseball history against the uh, Yankees in 2004. Kind of mm. kept the Red Sox alive there. It's true. Um, it's true. Davey Martinez. Davey Martinez. Yeah. Uh, another one, of course, I've heard of. Uh, good manager. I don't have a whole lot of thoughts on him. Yeah. but Yeah, he uh, – he had a little fling with uh, Ryan Sandberg's now ex-wife and Sandberg uh, when uh, they were both Chicago Cubs players goes him or me. So they, uh, they, they traded Davey Martin. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. So not what not, team they trade him to. I don't remember who they traded him to, but yeah, uh, he, he played till probably the early two thousands. And he's been, I mean, he was a Cubs bench coach in 2016 and he's been with the nationals. Uh, now the nationals are garbage, but uh, found a way yeah. to get done in 2019. Yep. Uh, Alex Cora. Alex Cora. Yeah, another one I remember playing. Um, of course, he got in some he got in some hot water mm-hmm. a little bit with MLB. Um, last time the Red Sox were really good. Yeah. It was 2018, really. Um, mm-hmm. I think. Maybe they were good in 19. They, I don't remember. Yeah, they've they've made the playoffs, but nothing Since, yeah. special. But nah, they went enough anyways. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's just weird. We're at the age that a lot of these managers we remember playing. Mm-hmm. It's just strange. Speaking of hot water, AJ Hinch. Yeah, cheater. <laughs> um, big time cheater. Now he's with the Tigers, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Um, and they were awful this year, and they were my sleeper pick to win the Central. And that, there were a lot of people sleeper picks. That was a, big, that was a big mistake. I'm not doing that next year. Um, but yeah, cheater, trash cans. That's all I got to say. Joe Madden did the impossible, mm-hmm. got it done with the Chicago Cubs. Was great with Tampa Bay before that. Not so good with the LA Angels. Um, do you think he will pop up in another manager role um, before it's all said and done? Or, or as is, you said, do you think the game's passed him by? I think the game might have passed him by a little bit. He's He's been kind of a get-off-my-lawn sort of personality here the past few months. Um, just talking about how baseball's kind of been ruined by these nerds, essentially the <laughs> analytics guys. That's pretty much what we call them. Um, so I don't know. Some team would probably take a chance on him now. White Sox being one of them. Cause exactly I'm, what I was going to say. Yeah. Cause they did something stupid with Tony LaRussa and now they might do it again with Ozzy Guillen if they hire him. Um, so I think Madden 70 years old, approximately. Um, uh, I'd probably say no. Yeah, to be honest. Uh, next one here, Ned Yost. You might not know this one. Yeah, um, Royals, of mm-hmm. course. Um, another a team that was so awful for so many years of our childhood growing up, and then he finally got it done. And um, but now you don't hear about the Royals again. They're kind of bad yeah. again. Um, but yeah, Ned, Ned Yost. That was that's one manager right away. I can tell you, Royals. Yeah. Uh, I believe it was either right before or right after the World Series. He fell out of a deer stand and about died. And he's lucky he had a cell phone on him. Uh, that's that's right. probably, what, about that. probably what saved his life. I forgot about um, that. Yeah, that was crazy. Three-time World Series champ Bruce Bochy. Yeah, great manager. Um, he's back, too. Texas Rangers. I did not know that. I think they just oh, hired him last week. Yeah, okay, that makes me feel better why I did not know that. But, uh, yeah, he should be good for them, I would think. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made the Giants get over the hump and become just a legitimate contender every year while he was their manager. Mm-hmm. I mean, besides that run in 2 when they should have beat the Angels and they lost, I believe that was – was that seven-game series? Yeah. Yeah, seven-game series. Uh, besides that, when we were growing up, eh, Giants, yeah. okay, they might make the playoffs once in a while, but they're not – they had arguably the greatest player serious. ever, too, and they yes. still weren't that. But big of then a it was it was like every other year when he was mm-hmm. there, they were winning yeah, it all. So yep. Yep. Uh John Farrell. John Farrell. I forgot about him. Mm-hmm. Of course, Red Sox. But uh completely forgot about him. Yeah, he, he was, was he with Toronto too? He was, and then he went to Boston, but he's he's kind of forgettable. Um he, he was a pitching coach for years. I think he was the Actually, the Red Sox pitching coach when they won in 04, and then he became Blue Jays manager, and then he came to For the a uh, team Red Sox. That has a lot of success. They go through a lot of coaches. They do. I mean, the, the, they had Francona for a little while. Yep. 
for about a decade, eight years or so. He's been with years. Guardians longer. Yeah, he, he has. It's crazy <laughs> to think about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he is also coming up on this list here. Uh, but uh, Tony La Russa. So I'm going to be nice. Uh, I mean, was was really good manager with the Cardinals. So was with the A's before then. Not good with the White Sox. Either friends time with, he's with friends the White with Sox. friends friends with uh, Sir Robert Montgomery Knight, mm. uh, Bob Knight. For those who didn't know, that's his full name. Um, yeah, I'm going to leave it at that because I could say a lot of not so nice things about Tony Larusa. He's a drunk. Um, he, I'll, just let, uh, I'll let you do it for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, talk talk about game passing him by, and uh, old Jerry Reinsdorf, who the game has also passed by, hires his buddy because he felt bad about firing him in the '80s. <laughs> yeah uh joe girardi oh joe um there's times as a yankee fan i miss joe but i mean because he got it done he got it done in 09 that's the last time they made it and the last time they won it all but it was time for him to go when it when it was time mm-hmm. didn't do well with the marlins i don't act, well actually i think he did okay better than anyone has that's true uh wasn't doing really well with the Phillies, and look mm-hmm. what the Phillies are doing now yeah. with with their new managers. So, I don't know. I don't. I don't foresee him being a manager again anytime soon. No, um, Cubs have hired him to do some TV stuff, and he's have kind it? of annoying on TV. Done. He kind of reminds me of Romo a little bit. He just doesn't shut up. Except Romo's actually knowledgeable, and Joe's not. Um, braces. But, I always remember Girardi braces too in 09 when, he, yeah. when they won it all. The the thing I remember most about him is him going out. And actually announcing Daryl Kyle's death, um, he, he he didn't outright say it, but said there'd been a death in the St. Louis Cardinals family, and we will not be playing this game. That's kind of what I remember him most when he was with the Cubs, anyway. Um, yeah, fired in May this year, and Phillies absolutely took off mm-hmm. uh, without him. So, speaking of Phillies, Charlie Manuel forgot about him. He was Me an too. older manager at the time, but uh, yeah, those Phillies teams are good. No eight, no nine with. Jimmy Rollins and Chase Utley, and um, they're the main two I can think of off the top of my head. Ryan Howard. Ryan Howard, name? thank you. Um, Andrew Eiler throwing a remote at my knee. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Charlie Manuel, a guy I have not thought of until this moment for a couple of years. But yeah. Uh, yeah, he brought them. I mean, that's another franchise that wasn't very good when we were growing up. I mean, they weren't, they were good in 93. They lost to, uh, you know, Mitch Williams to uh, Joe Carter, walk off Grand Slam in the World Series, and since then they weren't that good here and there, maybe. But then the, those two years, and right before the 2010s, they were they mm-hmm. were really good. Terry Francona, stud manager, it was a pain in the side of every Yankees fan and Yankees player and any member of the Yankees organization. And then he goes to Cleveland. And he's been really good for them. I mean, look what they did this year. Nobody yeah. thought they'd make the playoffs. Yeah, They thought they'd finish last in the division. They not only made the playoffs, they took out the uh, Rays mm-hmm. and then they were, they went the limit against the Yankees. They darn near made the ALCS. So, and they'll probably be good next year. So he's a, he's a guy whenever you have him on your ball club, you got a chance. Yeah, he's a surefire Hall of Fame manager too. Mm, no uh, doubt, for sure. No doubt, and he did the impossible. Yeah, too he did with with the Red he, Sox back. He did it twice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Ozzie Guillen, <laughs> rumored maybe to be the White Sox manager again. Um, <laughs> he's a spitfire man on whether he's on TV or, or managing the White Sox or the Marlins. Um, he's something else. You never know what he's going to say, but uh, I don't think I would be a smart hire for the White Sox. I don't either. Um, been there, done that. Yeah, it, yeah. It it would, it it would be almost like when they hired Larusa. It'd just be like, yeah. why? What's the point? Maybe Ozzy'd be able to light a fire under him, where Larusa's just old and just Maybe. stuck in his ways. And then, and, and I mean, Ozzy's still young. I mean, he's in his fifties. He uh, could. He has a different perspective being away from baseball for so long. Maybe he can bring some fresh new ideas in. Who knows? But uh, I mean, how many times does that work out? We've seen the, you know, the Redskins or now the Commanders, but that time the Redskins did it with Joe Gibbs. Joe Gibbs. Remember yeah. the Raiders did it with Art Shell. Yeah. Um, it doesn't. I know that's football instead of baseball, but it doesn't work. Yeah, I remember the Blue Jays did it with Cito Gaston too, who was their manager in the ninety two, ninety three, and then they brought him back in like oh five, oh six, and it just didn't didn't go well. Yeah. Well, and the Yankees did it a million times with um, Billy Martin mm-hmm. back in the – I mean, they did it like five times. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, last one here, Jack McKeon. Oh, man. 
Marlins. Smoke, smoking, smoking the stogie. Yep. 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 He, uh, yeah, man. Cause he was not, he wasn't their manager in 97. That was Jim Leland, right? Correct. Okay. Yep. So yeah. And he went out, he retired right after that year and it was yep. smart to do so because the Marlins like they do every time they have a good season, they, uh, went on a selling spree after that. Yeah, He was old then. Like he was in his seventies then. Now he's, he's gotta be close to 90. He's still living in his night. Yeah. He's still, ah. Uh... Now that you say that, I actually don't know. I'm pretty sure he's still alive, but uh, um, let's see here real quick. He, you know, yeah, that's 91 that, turns 92 in November. That team should have been America's team that year, but they beat America's team in the Cubs. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, of course, everybody's rooting for him against the Yankees, except the Yankees. So, yeah, yeah. Josh Beckett, that was kind of his coming out party. Miguel Cabrera being a 19 year old, Dontrell Willis, yeah, yeah, Mike, Dontrell Lowell, Willis. Mike Lowell, Juan Pierre. Derek Lee was on yeah. team. Pudge. Yeah. Pudge Rodriguez was on that, that was a really good yeah. roster. That was a really good team. Yeah. yeah. Jeff Conine. Yeah. Jeff Conine. I forgot about him. Yep. Yep. That's a fun list. That was a lot of guys I have not thought of in a, in a, in a, in a bit. And that's what that list is for. And that list, which is the uh, Word Association segment, is brought to you by Like It Every Week, Proforma Print 2 Promo Group. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, Proforma Print 2 Promo Group has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be a one-source print and promotional company today by giving Barbara Van Weinsberg a call at 574-210-3815. All right. So I want to test you Hit with, me with your it. NBA head coach knowledge. And we're going to go division by division. Can you even name the divisions in the NBA? Because I don't think I could have. Couldn't couldn't tell you what teams are in the divisions. There's an Atlantic division, I know, and that's what we're starting with. So you're gonna Central learn the teams. <laughs> <laughs> the Boston Celtics. Who is their head coach right uh, now? Right now, it's Joe Mazzula. I think it his is. Name is. I, you I, got I, it. Do, you, do you remember him playing at West Virginia? I do. He was he was kind of their glue guy. Uh, I do. In the late late two thousands. Purdue um, had a couple home and homes with them. I remember that? Yes, he yeah. was on the, some of those teams. So good uh, get off the get go. The um, divisions in the NBA are the most pointless divisions oh. in sports. Yep. Make no no point. Nothing. Yep, yep. The Brooklyn Nets. Uh, Steve Nash. Two for two. J-Man's hot out of the gate. <laughs> the New York Knickerbockers. Tibbs still there? Thibodeau? Tom Thibodeau. Three mm. for three. Uh, pretty easy I, let's one. see, yeah. Philadelphia 76ers. Um... Doc, Doc Rivers, right? Doc, four for four. Man, I'm rolling. You are a sandbagging son of a gun. <laughs> the Toronto Raptors. Um. Oh, I can see Nick Nurse. You just swept the Atlantic Division. You're That's five right. for five. I I promise you, I can take a I can take a screenshot of my screen and do not have uh, the uh, head coaches up here on my end screen. The Central Division, Billy Donovan. Oh, Billy Donovan. <laughs> Well, name the team. Name the team. Uh, Chicago Bulls. I, oh, that I, was a blunder. You were gonna get that. You're a Bulls yeah. fan. You were gonna get that. that. That was a gimme. All right, Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, I don't know. JB Bickerstaff. I've heard the name, but last I knew, Beeline was there, and it lasted about ten games. So <laughs> forgot about that. Detroit Pistons. Um, is Dwayne Casey there still? Dwayne Casey, yes. Yes. I will never forget when he won coach of the year and then got fired or was got fired. <laughs> then won coach of the year. Cause he, the he was in Toronto at one mm-hmm. time. Yeah. I remember that mm-hmm. Indiana Pacers, Rick Carlisle's back. I just saw him on the sideline. Talk about a guy I'm coming back, back, which I was in favor of. Uh, it's, it's going so, so, so. I was at a game in, I think 2003 he got kicked out of against uh, the Dallas Mavericks and the Milwaukee bucks. Jason Kidd. No, see there. He's not there? Mike Budenhauser. Where's Kid at? Kid was there, wasn't he? He was. He was. So, so, so far, you're He's 8 somewhere. for 10. You're 8 for 10. So, that's pretty good. Pretty good. so confident, too, because Budenhauser was with Atlanta. <laughs> so, yeah. let's go to the Southeast Division. Speaking of Atlanta, who's the Atlanta Hawks head coach? No idea. Nate McMillan. Huh. Wouldn't have got that. He was interim a year or two ago and then got the job. I, I vaguely remember that now, yeah. Charlotte Hornets. Um, nope. Steve Clifford. Should have known that one. I've heard that name before. Miami Heat. Spolstra. He's still there. Yes. He is the second longest tenured coach in the league, I believe. 
Orlando Magic. No idea. Jamal Mosley. Never heard of him. Yeah, the Washington Wizards. Um, is uh, Brooks still there? He's not there anymore. Wes Unsell Jr. Oh, I knew that. Wes Unsell Jr. So you're nine for 15 so far. Getting, or no, no, 10. 10 for 15. Excuse getting me. worse. All right, we'll go to the Western Conference. The Denver Nuggets. Um, I know this one, but I can't remember his name. Michael Malone. Knew Mike it was Malone. Mike. Yep, he's been there for a while. Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, Saunders. Is it because Flip's dead? I thought his son took over. It's Chris Finch. Never heard that name before in my life. <laughs> Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, I'm gonna butcher this last name. Mark <laughs> Dig Dignolt. D A I G A. N E A L I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Blazers, Trailblazers. Um Chauncey Billups, right? Chauncey, Chauncey, Chauncey. Yeah. Yep. Got eleven right. Utah Jazz. Um I can see his face, former Missouri Quinn. Uh he's not there anymore. It was. Oh. No, no. Will Hardy. Mm. No idea. Well, like what was the Quinn guy. guy's name? Quinn, Quinn Snyder. Snyder, that's right. Pacific Division, Golden State Warriors. Um, Steve Kerr. Yep. There's your 12th right. Los Angeles Clippers. Clippers. Um, and, uh, Tyrone Lou. Tyrone Lou. Yep, I knew I knew that one. But Los Angeles Lakers. Um, they showered this guy in the locker room after a win last night against the Nuggets. It was embarrassing. You think they would have won the title. It was embarrassing. No w- Vogel's not there. I know that because they fired him. Um, they hired an assistant from somewhere, the box, I think, but I don't know his name. Darvin Ham. Hmm, that's right. Talk about franchise that goes through coaches. Holy cow. Yeah, Lakers. Yeah. Phoenix Suns. Uh, Monty Williams. There you go. That's your 12th. And Sacramento Kings. Uh, Luke Walton still there. Mike Brown. Oh, former yep. Cavs, former LeBron yep. coach. And last division, the Southwest Division, the Dallas Mavericks. Um, is that where Jason Kidd is? That is where Jason Kidd is. Houston Rockets. Uh, I can't imagine D'Antoni's still around. Um, I have no idea. Steven Silas. Mm-mm. Memphis Grizzlies. I don't know their head coach's name. Taylor Jenkins. <sighs> New Orleans Pelicans. Um, mm-mm. Willie Green. <sighs> and San Antonio Spurs. Uh, <laughs> trying to blank, I can see his face. Uh, Popovich, Greg Popovich. Yeah, good lord, say, you get that one. All right, that's, so I think you got thirteen or fourteen. I kind of lost that's, track there. So about that's, half. That's an F. You did better than I think I would have. <laughs> My NBA knowledge is just bad anymore. Um, I used to. I this isn't NBA related, but kind of. Uh, the NFL games on Sunday night when they do, they say their name in their college. Mm-hmm. I used to be able to go like through and name everyone. Now yep. I get like maybe three on offense. Well, it doesn't break. help when they say their high schools. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't <laughs> or even the elementary schools or whatever. So, yep. yep. I used to be a, pretty good at all of the three big sports and I, we I'm were, pretty good with the NFL, not the others anymore. We were significantly better when we were in high school at that stuff. We also played uh, video games a lot more. That, that, that probably had something to do with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, uh, let's uh, let's talk some football. Let's talk some college football, shall we? Sounds good. Um, not a real eventful week around Big Ten Mm-mm. country. Uh, we did get a little skirmish in the uh, tunnel between Michigan, Michigan State after the game. Which we'll see what happens to those Michigan State players involved in that. Harbaugh. Uh, four of them have been suspended. Yep, including uh, one of their uh, probably their best. Their best, one of their best defensive players, defensive back, and then a another guy who starts at linebacker for them. So they'll be without them um, at Illinois on Saturday. And that line moved from Illinois eleven and a half to Illinois seventeen and a half. Wow! Um, just yeah, just after the suspensions were announced. Uh, I don't remember last time Illinois was double digit favorites against anyone in the Big Ten, uh, <laughs> let alone almost twenty point favorites. Well, so. well Michigan State's got to win out to be eligible, right? They're they're three and five. So oh, okay, I thought they're three yeah. and six for some reason. Nope. Three and five. Okay, all right. So yeah, 
little glimmer of hope. It's not. It's not happened. Tuck. <laughs> Tuck's not coming this year. Not this year. Uh, uh, but Michigan won back the Paul Bunyan. Uh, first time they won that in a long time. Um, Harbaugh struggles against Michigan State, but they uh, they got it done because Michigan State beat him last year. Even did they? No, they didn't. Yes, uh, no. Yes. Um, Mich- Michigan beat them last year. Did they? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I take that yeah. back. Maybe it was before last Pretty year. Sure. I think that was Michigan State's last or first loss was to Michigan. Uh, if I'm not, no, Purdue. Purdue beat them. That's right. Purdue beat Michigan. Michigan State beat Michigan last they year. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and Michigan yeah. still ended up in the uh, playoff. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they beat Ohio State. That's right. And then they smoked Iowa in the Big Ten championship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, also around the Big Ten, Illinois went on the road and took care of Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Um, Casey Thompson got hurt that game, and Nebraska's backup came in. And it wasn't going to matter anyways. Illinois defense has 20 takeaways this year, and they've only given up six touchdowns. That's a winning formula. Uh, that's how you do it. And they have a good run game. So Yep. Yep. Uh, Rutgers didn't even score a point at Minnesota, so Minnesota <laughs> got back on track. Penn State gave Ohio State a scare for a while. Mm-hmm. But uh, Franklin, he's only has one win over top five teams yeah. at Penn State. Ohio State scored 28 points in the fourth quarter. They can put it on you pretty fast. Yeah. Marvin Harrison Jr. He's might be good. the number one overall pick in 2024. He's so good. Yeah. He's so good. Yeah. Those jeans definitely fell. From a he's he's a lot bigger than his dad, too. Yeah. He's like 6'3". His dad was only 5'10". He's faster than his dad, too. Yeah. But his dad was just, just a stud all around. On the football field. Um, but there was a lot of buys around the Big Ten. But this week, there's a full slate. So uh, you beat me in Big Ten Pick'em, I, I believe. Because um, I had to take a gamble with Nebraska and it backfired. Um, but full slate this week. But also Notre Dame got a pretty impressive road win at Syracuse. Pretty, pretty sure I called that, too. You did. I did not. I went with Syracuse because even though I've been calling them frauds all year, they kind of showed me something, that close loss at Clemson. Uh, did uh, Schrader get hurt, or did he just get benched? Do you know? He was playing in the little bit I got to watch. But. Because their backup played all of the second half um, that I could see. So I, I don't know if he was just playing it. Because he's not much of a thrower. Uh, he's, he's more of a running guy. So, I, right. yeah, I didn't hear if he got hurt or what. But uh, Syracuse started to make it a game, and then they ended up not making it a game. Yeah, Notre Dame now 5-3. Uh, and three, and uh, they got Clemson at home. This weekend, you know, Clemson, that's, that's going to be a big one on NBC. So uh, we'll predict that one, I'm sure, in a little bit. Also around the country, uh, other big things that happened. Well, uh, I was off with, I think you picked them too, with the Oklahoma State prediction at Kansas State. They didn't even they score got, a point. Yeah, I think they were down 35 nothing at halftime, if I'm not 48 nothing. Yeah. Was, uh, that Kansas State defense is nasty. Yeah, didn't didn't see that coming. I thought Oklahoma State would be able to hang with them or yeah. beat them even. But yeah. Uh, Wake Forest, who thought they would get their breaks beaten off by Louisville? They turned the ball over six times in the third quarter alone. <laughs> in one quarter, they turned the ball over. I, I think it was the third quarter. In one quarter, they turned the ball over six times. Yeah, you're not going to beat anybody. Doesn't matter who How does that happen? That. <laughs> That's some bad luck. How do you be... even get the ball six times in a quarter for one to even turn it over that many times? I'm guessing Louisville didn't do much in the six in, the, in that quarter unless they were or scored in one scored on all, all their all their turnovers. Um, <laughs> man, but uh, I'm rooting for Louisville. I'm rooting for Louisville hard, and their schedule's hard here on out. So I'm, I don't have my hopes up. But I'm rooting for uh, Louisville they, hard. Uh, after losing to a bad Boston College team, they've kind of yeah. turned around because Boston College just got beat by UConn. Who? Only two wins away yeah. from bowl eligibility. And they good get for like Jim U- Moore Jr., man. Yeah. And they have to play like UMass and like Navy. Like They, they could get it done. Yeah. If, if they make it, he better he won't, but he should win coach of the year. Yeah. They won't. I mean, that's going to go to probably Brett Bielema or, <laughs> or Josh Heupel. Um, yeah. Heupel's but, uh, on some NFL radars, so uh, Tennessee had a nice run. Yeah, yeah, they nice year. Yeah. I just don't see them letting them walk, though. I think they'll like they'll, they'll, they'll take so much, money out of the yeah. state. They'll go down to the Capitol building and <laughs> take it out of the vaults. They yeah, they will pay him significantly more than he'd get in the NFL. Yeah, so. they will. But yeah, some people want to challenge mm-hmm. the NFL, and sometimes that's their dream job. But we'll see. Uh, Oklahoma fans are probably kicking themselves right now. Probably not getting yeah. him. But yeah, Venables he might turn around. Okay. Um, also, Auburn is open. Mm-hmm. Their job's open. They finally fired their coach today. Uh, what was his record? Nine and 13, nine and 12? I don't like know, that? but they gave him 
a year and a half. I know. Not I know. Gonna, you're I know. not going to win. You're not going to turn a program around if you're only if your job security is 18 games. That's pathetic. That's a toxic job, in my opinion, because of the fan base. Yeah. It, and, and you have to go against Bama and Georgia. And every year. Every year. Or Bama, now, Bama every year. Yeah. Georgia I mean, wants one. T- Tennessee now has passed them yep. by. Ole, Ole Miss has passed them by. So. LSU's right there. LSU's, they probably, yeah, they're better than yep. them. Yeah. So, probably A&M as well. I did see where Mississippi State's AD today left Mississippi State, took the Auburn job, and they played each other this weekend. Go uh, watch uh, Mike Leach at Auburn. Oh, man. It'll be fun. Do you see any – I've seen some rumors. Do you buy into the rumors of Kiffin leaving Ole Miss to Auburn? Uh, no, depending on what uh, they can pay him, I guess. Uh, I definitely don't buy into the rumors of Kiffin to Nebraska. Yeah. Um. Lane Kiffin's turned into a darn good football coach. Yeah, uh, he's uh, he's he's gr- he's grown up a lot. Um, uh, he still made a comment the other night about I'm Jimbo being a clown, his, but his still. his his football has right. has grown up a bunch right. to the point right. where he actually uh, knows what he's doing now. But, but talking about Jimbo, I mean, we're talking about A and M and Michigan State, two programs that are paying coaches ninety five million or if not a little more, <laughs> and they're just not doing well. And yeah. Jimbo's got number one recruiting class. Every year they get the number one recruiting class yeah, too. Yeah. So. And I mean, T- Tucker probably deserves a little bit of a pass because they were really good last year. But uh, if they do this again next year, because it was it, it was risky when they they got him. He was at Colorado went five and seven. Yeah, he wasn't that great at Colorado. He could yeah. recruit, and yeah. they they kind of based it off him being defensive coordinator. He was at Georgia, right? Right. I think that's where he right. was. So yes, that's she was. That kind of counts towards eh, this guy's pretty good, but. Right. Uh, yeah, he had one good year yeah. so far. So a lot of interesting things going on around college mm-hmm. football. we got some really good matchups outside the Big Ten that we'll predict, uh, especially a marquee one, number one against number three this weekend. But uh, let's start with the Big Ten, uh, starting uh, with some noon games. Iowa at Purdue. Um, Purdue can score 10 points and win. Uh, Purdue, but on, uh, only for three because there's some blowout opportunities in a lot of other games. Um, I think Iowa's defense could keep them in it for a little bit, but Purdue's offense is too good. I see Purdue is a four-point favorite. I That's have it? Line, yeah, line right now. Um, well, Purdue covers easily. I, Iowa's got a good defense. Purdue's coming off a bye, which I think it, they really needed it coming off a, off a stinker against uh, Wisconsin, and mm-hmm. they need to get healthy a little bit. But Iowa is tired of losing to Purdue. They lost three of the last four, um, and um, I think three of the last four. Yeah. Yeah, because they lost in 2020. Yeah. And Brahms even beat them one, one other time. So, or two other. I think I think Brahms, Brahms only lost to Iowa, I think, one time. Yeah. Yeah. One time. So, he's, they won five of the last uh, – four of the last five against Iowa. Um, and, and, and Purdue has Tyron Tracy and Charlie Jones, who were Iowa Hawkeyes last year, even though Brahms today said it's not – as big a deal as people make it out to be about them playing their former team, but we'll see. Uh, there is no David Bell. That's good news for Iowa fans because he was an <laughs> Iowa great. killer. Iowa fan, um, absolute Iowa killer. But I agree with you. I am taking Purdue for three. I feel pretty good about this game, which should scare should. me. Which should scare me. Uh, Ricky Stansy ain't walking through that door for <laughs> Iowa. Oh, there's a name. There's a name. <laughs> Number two, Ohio State. 38-point favorites at Northwestern. They could double that line and i'd still say ohio state covers um ohio state for seven it is gonna be a bloodbath yep and that that's abc on noon it 95 percent ohio state fans will be in northwestern and in in that state like that might be even low it's gonna be an ohio state home game 72 to three (laughs) <laughs> this is usually a kind of a trap game when they have to go to Evanston. Not Evanston, this year. Not this year, yeah. Northwest usually plays them tough, but not this year. I agree. Our, uh, one of our other noon games here, Maryland travels to Wisconsin. Wisconsin is a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, if Tua's brother uh, was starting for Maryland, uh, I could have gone Maryland here, but uh, give me Wisconsin for two. I'm taking Wisconsin for one. Um, maybe they found their groove against Purdue. Maybe. Um, you know they should be able to run the ball against Maryland, but I agree. Without with Talia probably not playing, I think Wisconsin gets it done. Mm-hmm. Our last noon game: Minnesota, fifteen and a half point favorite wow. on the road against Nebraska. 
they must think uh, Thompson's not going to start for another no, Thompson. Casey yeah, Thompson, Casey Thompson for, yeah. uh, Nebraska because their their backup is brutal um, and their offensive line's terrible. Uh, Trey Palmer, who was leading the Big Ten in receiving yards per game with 111, thanks to Purdue's like 260 uh, yard effort, <laughs> is a 260 yard effort against them. Uh, uh, Devin Weatherspoon for uh, Illinois held him to one catch for one yard um, on Saturday. One of the best DBs in the country. Patrick Sertand him. Um, he, he, he Patrick Sertand seniored him. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, give me Minnesota, but only for one. I'm taking Minnesota for two. I could not believe that line when I, I can't. Read yeah, it I can't believe that. Because I don't know. Nebraska's just tricky. I don't. I don't know. Three thirty. ABC. Penn State at Indiana. Penn State's a 13-and-a-half-point favorite. Indiana's best player, their wide receiver, can't remember his name off the top of my head, is out for the year with ACL tear. It's it's like Cam Camper or something like that. I think you're right. I think um, you're exactly right. Penn State, five. I got Penn State for five as well. So we're right on the same page there. Michigan State at Illinois. Illinois, 17-point favorite by this line. Which is, which is crazy. Uh, I think Illinois should take care of business. Seem seemed pretty locked in. Uh, coming off a bye, they kind of struggled early, but then uh, found their groove against Nebraska. I think Illinois' defense will be too much in the running game. Tom, Tommy DeVito might be the second-best quarterback in the conference right now with his efficiency rating and all of that, taking care of the ball. His, his only two incompletions on Saturday were throwaways. Um, so he's he's playing at a very high level. Give me Illinois for four. I got Illinois for four as well. That game's a Big Ten Network game. And uh, number four, Michigan, 26-point favorite at Rutgers. Michigan for six. I got Michigan for six as well. So we picked all the same teams this week, and we only varied on points in two games. Huh. So uh, it could could be a tie. We our, one and, our one and two pointers were, were flipped. So huh. Yeah, we uh, we tied a few weeks ago. I doubt we go 7-0. Somebody will. Some, somebody will. Somebody will probably be Illinois, let's be honest. I just hope it's not Purdue. But, yeah. I, I want that Purdue Illinois game to be fun. I want I want, I want yeah, there to be a lot on the line there. Which yeah, which crazy crazy be. crazy to think Purdue could still win the West mm-hmm. by yet losing another game outside yeah. the Illinois game. Yeah. Because um, I mean, Illinois. If if, if, at, if, at if Illinois loses at Michigan, if if they lose at so, Michigan, Michigan, yeah. So if Illinois wins the next two, they clinch it. So yes. if they beat Michigan State, beat Purdue, but if they lose to Purdue, and of course Michigan State. Could vary, but I'm assuming they will beat Michigan State. Yeah. So it literally comes down to the Purdue Illinois game, and we will all be together. Um, so that 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 will make fun. That will make a fun. That will uh, be an interesting next Saturday for sure. That will be an interesting next Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's pick some games around the country real quick. Uh, top twenty-five. Sorry, with a Friday night game, a nice Pac-12 matchup. Mm-hmm. I didn't even realize this team was ranked number twenty-four, six and two. Oregon State Beavers traveled to play the six and two Washington Huskies, and Washington's a four and a half point favorite. I bet Indiana fans wishes they would have uh, kept on to Kalen DeBoer. Is that his name? Kalen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, M- Michael Penix having a great year, twenty-two touchdowns, almost three thousand yards passing. Uh, give me Washington at home. I agree with you there. I'm, I'm just impressed. Oregon State's ranked 24th. Yeah. I didn't realize North Carolina's up to 17th. Uh, Matt Three Brown's got them at 7-1. Yeah, yeah, Notre Dame put it on them. They're at 3-5 and five Virginia. North Carolina's 7.5-point favorite. Uh, Drake May is the next best um, pro prospect. I think he's only a freshman uh, quarterback for uh, North Carolina. He's thrown 29 touchdowns this year. They think he's going to be a top pick once he's done. Uh, give me Carolina. Virginia's how, trash. How do they get these good quarterbacks? Mm-hmm. Sam Howell, even Trubisky was good in college. Yeah. Um, they find a way. But, yeah, I, I'm taking Carolina as well. Texas Tech, 4-4, four and four are going to number 7, 8-0 TCU, who is a 9.5-point favorite. Give me TCU. Sonny Dykes can coach. He might be coach of the year, too. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, number 22, Syracuse, 6-2, and two, lost two straight out. 4-4 four and four, Pitt, who is a 3.5-point favorite. Mm. Pitt is. Uh, give me Pitt. I mean, we we were kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop on Syracuse, and it feels like it has uh, at this point. I think you're right, but I'm going to go Syracuse just to go against you. The game of the weekend, number two, Tennessee at number one, Georgia. 8-0, 8-0. Georgia is an 8.5-point favorite, though. Uh, Georgia's quarterback, Stetson Bennett, is the same age as Joe Burrow. <laughs> They're both 25 years old. Um he has the experience factor, won a national title. He's only thrown nine touchdowns this year, though. Uh, Georgia in a close one. 
I think Georgia gets it done at home. Tennessee mm-hmm. had that great win over Alabama, but that was at, at Neyland Stadium. I think uh, Georgia gets it done between the hedges. Uh, I've got to ruffle through some of these. We're not going to go over all of them because we still got honest day in NFL to cover. Uh, Texas, two-and-a-half-point favorites at number 13, 6-2, and two, Kansas State. Give me Kansas State. Don't know why they're underdogs Agreed. in that. Yeah, uh, yeah, Texas has been favored in about every game except Alabama, it feels like. Yeah. Number six, seven one Alabama travels to number fifteen, six and two LSU. Bama's a thirteen point favorite. Can Brian Kelly knock off Saban? No, I think they cover the thirteen. LSU, I should say, should cover. Yeah, I, I think I like Bama by about ten. Uh, number five, Clemson, three and a half point favorites at Notre Dame. Does uh, Freeman get his first? I mean, he's already got a couple nice wins, but does he get his first real signature win at Notre Dame? Um, no. But uh, I think Notre Dame will keep it close. Dabo's kind of called out Clemson's quarterback. I'm not even going to pronounce, try to pronounce his last name. His first name is DJ. That's yeah. all I know. But uh, to, to the point where there's kind of a quarterback controversy on an undefeated number fifth-ranked Clemson team. Yeah, I think Clemson gets it done, but it wouldn't shock me if it's close by any means. And lastly, number 20, Wake Forest, 6-2 at number 21, 6-2 NC State. Wake Forest is a four and a half point favorite on the road. I don't understand these road teams no, being favorites this week, uh, especially coming off a terrible loss to Louisville. Uh, give me NC State at home. I agree. I agree. And I will say, if I had to pick a big upset this week in the top twenty-five, number ten UCLA will go down on the road at three and five Arizona State. Here's Ooh, my upset. It's a good one. Good. Gonna be a fun weekend of college football. Mm-hmm. Do you want to rifle through on this day real quick? Do you have it pulled up, or do you want I, me to pull it up? I don't have it pulled up, but uh, if you want to rifle through it, I'll do it real guess. quickly. Pull it up here. On this day in... There's not a whole lot on this day, actually. On this day in 1988... The first Monday night NFL game ever played in Indianapolis, where uh, the Indianapolis killed the Broncos, beat the Denver Broncos 55-23. That was a whooping. Monday night massacre, as it's known to call fans. On this day in 1994, American tennis star Venus Williams makes her professional debut as 14-year-old with a 6-3-6-4 win over former NCAA champ and world number 58 Sean Stafford. Had a heck of a career. Um, the, it was a good day for on this day because there's not a whole lot. Uh, on this day in 2014, Greg Maddox, Tom Glavin, Frank Thomas, Bobby Cox, Tony LaRusso, and Joe Torre are inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. That's a heck of a class there. That's a really good class. Uh, that's going to do it. There's literally none I even thought about saying. It was a bad day <laughs> for it, but uh, kind of perfect. Well, that's a short and sweet on this day segment this week, which is brought to you by Mooney Woodcrafts. Mooney Woodcrafts is a veteran-owned and operated custom woodcraft shop based out of North Carolina with Indiana grassroots. They provide 100% hand-cut custom designs that fit your needs from signs to growth charts. Their custom pieces make a great addition to any home, office, or man cave. To see some of their recently completed projects, visit them on Instagram or Facebook at Mooney Woodcrafts. And for custom orders, contact them at mooneywoodcrafts at gmail.com. Three winners, three losers. There was a lot I could pick from mm-hmm. for this list, but one of my winners is the San Francisco 49ers. Christian McCaffrey was a stud yesterday. I am done picking the Rams, who are one of my losers. I am they done are picking, one of my losers. I well. am done picking the Rams for a while. They burn me every week. Um, Niners all of a sudden are top four, four and team four. in the NFC mm-hmm. for me, even with the record. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh one of my winners, actually two divisions, the NFC and the AFC East. All eight of those teams are 500 and above. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. You mean we usually call it the NFC least, and they look pretty good. They do. AFC is usually a one-team race, and that was the Patriots, but now it looks like Not there's anymore. A, three good teams at least. I still think the Jets are the worst team in that division, to be honest. I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, other winner. I got the New England Patriots. Um you know, Jets fans were calling this their biggest game in years. And Belichick's just like, hold my beer, watch this. And uh, went in and smacked him around. I mean, the score ended up being closer than the game really was, but uh, they made Zach Wilson look pretty bad mm-hmm. in the second half. Yeah, Jets are one of my losers, actually. Yeah, Zach Wilson threw three picks, looked terrible doing it. Don't know if he's the answer. 
there in New York. Again, going to be searching for another quarterback. Um, he's got to play better. They might actually be a better football team with Joe Flacco. Who knows? Uh, Ooh, yeah. But uh, yeah, they are. They're one of my losers. Uh, one of my other winners, Baltimore Ravens, yeah. going on the road, finding a way to get it done. Um, in Tampa Bay, there's some issues there in in Tampa Bay. Mm, you think? But that division is just garbage. That the Falcons are winning it. Who is actually my last winner? So, yeah, uh, my my other winner is a my last winner is a bird team, the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. I even though I picked them to beat the Giants, I I just look at this team. I'm like, they shouldn't be this good. Mm-hmm. It, it just doesn't make sense. But Pete Carroll is coaching his tail off, and he Gino's is. playing really well. Yeah, uh, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, really good wide receiver duo there. Um, playing good defense. Schedule's been favorable up to this point, but uh, that division looks very winnable as well. Yep. So, Who would have thought that? Yeah. Um, and as I said, my last winner was the Falcons. Uh, they're winning that division. That's how bad that division is. And they should have lost yesterday to the Panthers who missed an extra point that would have won it at the buzzer. They missed a short chip shot field goal that would have won it in overtime. And then Falcons uh, took advantage of one. So and that is why the Panthers were uh, my second loser. Um, I mean, DJ Moore, I mean, the NFL, uh, I don't know about calling that penalty, but just keep your helmet on, man. Yeah, I mean, that's keep been a rule. On, you win the game. Ever. Yeah, You win the game. Uh, I mean, that's just a team that doesn't know how to win. But they are playing better without my rule, though, I yeah. will say. so. Yeah, uh, Jets and Rams are my two losers. Rams have some issues. I don't know if they're a playoff team. Very disappointed. And then mm-hmm. uh, McVay leaves Cooper Cup in in garbage time, and he hurts his ankle. So they yeah, thanks. He needs be. to send me some money for fantasy football. <laughs> Hope he doesn't play this week, because I think I play this week. Oh, you'll get away, um, trust me. Uh, my last uh, loser, Indianapolis Colts, man. They have been losing in every single game at the end of the third quarter. Yeah, That's not a recipe to win, and yet they've somehow won three games, and they tied one, three, four, and one. Sam Ellinger looked bad yesterday. You lose that one. guy. Bad commander's team. Jonathan Taylor had a terrible fumble in the red zone. Um, Colts, yeah, they, they'll probably make a change at head coach, need to – it might be time to do a little bit of a tear down and rebuild. They should make a change at general manager too, if they're going to do that. And probably should. And just to lose it to a guy that's Indianapolis native. Yeah. Lauren, I mean, made a great play yeah. over Stephen Gilmore. I mean, it's a heck of a play yeah, on he's, football. He's a but, good, uh, I, know, I wonder if uh, Ursay and Dan Snyder uh, exchanged any pleasantries. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, the commanders, I still don't think they're that good, but they won at Green Bay, not Indianapolis back back weeks. Yeah. Heineke's a gamer, man. That guy's he a gamer. He's, he's better than wins. He's better than oh, wins. Oh, agreed. So. Agreed. Yeah. So. Uh, Tanner, uh, with just the best weekend of his life, beat me and pick him as well. So, it was meant uh, to be. It. Uh, I th- decided to throw him a bone because I, Appreciate uh, I it. Knew he was getting or proposing over the weekend. So I'm like, you know what? I should just give him this one as well. So. Appreciate that, J-Man. You're a kind guy. <laughs> Starting week nine, Thursday night, Philadelphia at the Houston Texans. Yeah, 13 games this week, and this is my 13 point. The Eagles for 13. My, yeah, that's my 13er as well. I don't even think we need to Best record in the league, of, uh, worst record in the league. Their schedule sets up for them to be like 14-0, and 0 too. And their baseball uh, teams are playing each other. So Yeah, yeah, yeah it's kind of fun. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers at the Atlanta Falcons. <clears throat> I'm taking the Falcons for four, and, and Falcons, I think the char- yeah. I think the Chargers are better. I got, but I'm trying to use a different strategy this week. Oh. And hey, the Falcons are winning games and winning their division. So I do not trust the Chargers at all to win in Atlanta, but I am picking them uh, for four. So mm-hmm. kind of flipped. Uh, Miami Dolphins at the Chicago Bears. Yeah, Dolphins uh, got a good win yesterday over Detroit. They were tested a little bit, but they they got it done. Tua's playing well. Tyreek Hill's been amazing for them. Um, uh, Chicago traded Roquan Smith today. They just keep trading guys, and it doesn't sound like they're done. They said another piece could be uh, getting traded. Josh is repping his Miami Dolphins sweatshirt there. Um, He lives in the state of Illinois now. Well, not just now, over a year now. Um, Yeah, Dolphins for seven. I kind of made that really a yeah. long answer. <laughs> uh, Dolphins offense with Tua back as Hellman. It was he played yesterday as well as I've seen him play in his entire career against a terrible Lions team. But if he didn't play like that against that terrible Lions team, for one, they lose, and two, the media rips him. Um, Jalen Waddle, Tyree Kill, top wide receiver duo in the NFL. They broke a record for most receiving yards through the first eight weeks of a season. Tyree Kill's on pace to break the all-time single-season receiving record. Um, Dolphins for eight. Uh, I think uh, Justin Fields will uh, pose some problems for that defense because Dolphins defense is not that good. So that scares me a little bit, but Dolphins should get it done. 
Uh, Carolina at Cincinnati. Uh, Bengals play tonight, so hopefully they come out healthy for this game because I picked us. I said on the Bengals for 12. Yeah. Uh, Jamar Chase is out four to six weeks, which hurts my yeah. fantasy team. They still um, got good receivers, They though. do. T, yeah, T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. Well, yeah, there's, uh, they're, I mean, a lot of teams would take those guys as their number one. So. Right. Um, Bengals for 12. Yeah. Uh, Green Bay Packers at the Detroit Lions. Lions for one. I told you, I'm done with the Packers. <laughs> done with them. Done. <laughs> done. Um. If the Packers lose this one, um, they might need to make a change of quarterback. Not happening, Josh. It's, it's not going to happen. Not happening. Um, they need to switch something up. But I'm taking Green Bay for 10. Uh, Just I like keep... that Bills kid was doing this yesterday <laughs> in the background. Did you see that on Twitter? Yeah, today? yeah. Um, I keep picking Green Bay and Tampa Bay as well. So, yeah. uh, But we, we had them in our Super Bowls. I had Green know? Bay. You had Tampa Bay. We had the Bills over both of them. So Yeah, Packers for 10. Uh, Colts at New England. New England for eight. I have New England for seven. Uh, Bills at the New York Jets. I have the Bills for 11. I have the Bills for 11 as well. Best team in football, in my opinion. Yeah, they're good. They're fun to watch, too. They are, uh, unfortunately, for me. Uh, Minnesota Vikings at the Washington Commanders. I'm taking the Vikings for 10. This Viking team is flying under radar. Nobody's talking about them. I know they haven't played the toughest schedule, but uh-huh. they're winning ball games. I think I think they're terrible, but they're going to win that division <laughs> by default. But uh, I'm still picking the Vikings for only two, though, because I can see the Commanders oh. getting it done. As you said, Heineke is a, a he gamer. Is a gamer. Uh, the terrible Vegas Raiders at the terrible Jacksonville Jaguars. I forgot to give my other loser, and the Raiders were it. I forgot. I mean, <laughs> getting bl- shut out, blanked. Yeah. It's uh, McDaniel's is awful head coach. He's, He's bad, a train wreck. Bad head coach. He's yeah. a train wreck. Uh, Jacksonville's not good either, but I'm taking the Jacks for three at home. I continue to take the Raiders. I'm taking them for one. Uh, I don't think Jacksonville's very good. They honestly should have won yesterday, and Lawrence threw a great play by Justin Simmons. Yeah, that might that saved the Broncos um, game. Did. And that was they, first and goal, wasn't it? Yeah. If if yeah. anything comes out of their year somehow positively, that saved their season. That play. Yeah. Uh, Seahawks at the Arizona Cardinals. Seahawks for five. Cardinals are one and four at home. Cardinals are terrible, and I continue to pick them as well. Cardinals for five. I don't know why I do what I do. <laughs> Uh, two teams that are reeling right now: the L.A. Rams at the Tampa Bay Bucks, which I'm assuming will be the uh, national Fox game. Yep, at uh, 4:25 Eastern. I'm taking the Bucks for two just because they're at home. I, I'm, I'm I, taking. I'm kind of tired. I'm yeah. kind of done with the Rams. Me too. Um, I'm I'm taking the Bucks for three for the exact same reasons. Uh, Tennessee Titans at the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I like the Titans' chances better if Tannehill plays. Uh, Willis I assume he's he not will. ready yet, but yeah. Derrick Henry's a beast. I mean, mm-hmm. anytime you run for four games of 200 yards and two touchdowns against a single team in your career, you're a beast. <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyways, Chiefs for nine. Chiefs for nine as well. Uh, Baltimore Ravens at the New Orleans Saints. I think this would be a good one, but uh, Baltimore for six. They're a better team. I have Baltimore for six as well. We kind of agreed quite a bit uh, this week. Yes, we week, did. Uh, did that last uh, week too, and it, yeah. it went in my favors. Yeah. Uh, six buys this week: Browns, Cowboys, um, Broncos, Giants, Steelers, 49ers. So. Yep, more uh, maneuvering for my fantasy team. Mm. Not that it matters. My team stinks. So. Hit me with that birdie bogey. All right, birdie or bogey. Alvin Kamara of the New Orleans Saints had his tenth career game with both a rushing touchdown and receiving touchdown yesterday. Since the 1970 merger, there's only two players with more such games. Who are those two players? It's a really good question. Um, Two guys immediately popped into my head, which means they're probably not right. Uh, Ladanian Tomlinson, no, oh. uh, <laughs> Marshall Falk, Marshall Falk is one. Oh, so I, I'll give you a par. So oh. I'll give you a par. So you stay steady. Marshall is the all time leader with 15. I, I knew Marshall caught the ball out, but so did LT. That's why I was yeah. thinking. And he even threw one like McCaffrey, a yeah. catch, run, yeah. throw. Any other stabs at the other guy? Um, somebody who caught the ball a ton. I could go like Walter Payton. Nope, good guess though. Um, I don't think you're gonna get this one. Curtis Martin. I don't know. I don't think I'm he caught the ball that much. Closer, but Brian Westbrook. Oh, Westbrook! I should have had twelve of them. That's a good 12. question. Yeah, he caught the ball a lot too. He's a fantasy superstar. Man, just when I think I'm gonna get tied, J-Man pulls I a par figured. out and hangs on to a. One yeah, I fi- I figured Falk was probably one. Um, he was pretty good. Yeah. Game three of the World Series has been postponed and will be played tomorrow. So There we go. The World Series tonight. Thanks for watching the Tan and J-Man Show. Have a fantastic rest of the week, everybody, and we'll be back at it next Monday where I am champion of the pick again. In November. <laughs>